huh? Me an ex ho. What's up, mommy? Hello. To miss me alive. Came to laugh and learn how she live her best life. Became the change in the world she wanna see. Practicing Buddha, she don't even see her enemy. An ex ho, zodiac sign is Gemini. She highly volatile and calm at the same time. The world for what it really is. Through the eyes of the twins Mia XO Zodiac sign is Gemini She highly volatile and calm at the same time Highly volatile and calm at the same time She highly volatile and calm at the same time 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 Hello there, and thank you for listening. I first always want to thank everybody for your support. Without you, I could not continue to produce quality episodes on my blogcast. And um, I'm really excited because the next couple of episodes coming up, I got some really cool guests that I've sourced out from a variety of different sources, uh, places talking about social media content, marketing, how to be a good entrepreneur and things like that because I know that I talk about it but it's good for you to hear it from somebody else as well. Um, And so I have some really cool interviews that are going to be coming up very soon so I'm excited. Please stay tuned. Make sure that whatever platform you're listening to me on you have subscribed and get the notification when I have a new um, episode come out so you don't miss out and you don't get behind. Although I do not mind binge listeners. So anyway, today I want to talk to you about being mindful. This is something that is an everyday practice for me. And there are times when I fall out of practice, you know, for a day, a week, a month, a year even. But I try to practice these 15 things on a regular basis because they help lead me to a mindful life. So let's get right in. The first one is mindful people don't believe their thoughts and don't take them all that seriously. So what that means is, and it goes, at least my interpretation let me let me preface what I'm gonna say here with these are my interpretations of these things and it's by no means the quote-unquote right way or anything like that it just this is what helps me be a more mindful person it may help you as well so back to number one they don't take their thoughts and they don't they don't believe their thoughts and they don't take them all that seriously (coughs) so For me, what that means is I have a lot of thoughts going on in my head. I'm always thinking about something. I'm always trying to be on to the next thing. And a lot of times that prevents me from being in the moment. I start thinking about, you know, the bad stuff that's happening, you know, the bills that I need to pay or whatever. And I just get carried away. I also start to think, what if I can't do this? Or what if, you know, this doesn't go right or whatever the case may be. So it's really important that when you're having these thoughts, you acknowledge the fact that you have these thoughts and you don't take them that seriously. 
Now, when it said, when I say don't believe, quote unquote, it just means that you can't take those negative thoughts seriously. That's all that really means. Number two, I don't try to avoid or deny emotions. This is very important to me because when I'm emotional, when I'm feeling something on a high level, if I don't find a way to release that emotion, what ends up happening is I become very, what I call constipated. And I can't really function until I get those emotions out because I'm afraid that um, those emotions are going to manifest and then appear in a way that they shouldn't because that's usually what happens with me, let's be real. So for me, I don't try to deny or avoid. I approach them head on, I accept them, you know, and it's funny because my friends will often hear me say stuff like, I'm mad, at, I'm gonna be mad at you for like seven minutes because I try to put a time limit on it because I know that it has to happen, okay? But I don't wanna be attached to it. I don't want to suffer within it just because it's happening. It can happen all at once too, but I'm giving it a time limit and then I'm letting it go. And to me, that's the healthiest way to go because if you avoid or deny your emotions, that's when trouble arises. <laughs> Number three, I understand that all things come and go. This is so important, so, so important. Um, it's the idea that everything is changing all the time. So I try not to get too attached to the way things are in the, in the moment because at any other given moment, they could change. And most of the time, change is completely out of your hands. So you kind of just have to go with the flow and know that this too shall pass. <clears throat> Four, I only do one thing at a time. This is probably one of my biggest struggles because for a long time, <coughs> I wanted to be the queen of multitasking. So I always said, you know, and I am, I, I still think that I am. I also recognize though, that that does not lead me to being mindful in the task at hand. So when it's big tasks, a big job, what have you, I try to, where time allows, focus on the one activity that I need to get done at that time. Now, of course, we can't always do that. Sometimes we have to multitask and have multiple things going at one time. And that's where the exception to the rule is. But more often than not, I try to focus on the one task at hand and get that done. Number five, I turn everyday tasks into mindful moments. And what that means is that I'm just mindful in everything I do. As I do this podcast, I'm very mindful of, because I like to walk when I record my podcasts, I'm very mindful of that. I'm very mindful of what I'm saying. I'm very mindful of how I'm saying it. And it's a moment for me. They become these little micro moments that, are, that become memories and in themselves, their own tasks. So I try to be mindful of the things that I'm doing every single day and incorporate that mindfulness in everything that I do. Number six, probably my favorite, I practice being curious. I do that all the time. I love having conversations with people and being in situations where I'm not immediately familiar because I see them as opportunities to learn. 
I'm a very curious person. If somebody is saying something that I don't know, but it sounds interesting, I'm going to try and look into that. If, you know, they're doing something that I've never done before, never seen done, I'm going to go look at it. You know, I, I practice being curious because that's how I learn. How else are you going to learn if you're not curious about the things that are going on around you that you don't already know? Number seven, I get outdoors, embrace the beauty of nature. This is so true. And I do this as much as I can, being that I live in the state of Arizona. In Arizona, June, July, and August, you're not really doing much outside. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, everybody's pretty much in the house trying to stay cool. Because um, even outside at night is 100 degrees. Now, I will say though, at the, the rest of the year, I try my hardest to be outside and stay outside. If I could, I'd sleep outside. If I had a retractable roof where I could just pull back and sleep under the stars, I would do that every single night because I try to get with and stay in touch with nature. Number eight, <coughs> this to me is a given, but um, people don't, a lot of people don't realize that you, you can find mindfulness and be mindful in everything that you do. Like for instance, number eight, I enjoy every bite that I eat. And that is so true for me. So true. And not because I just love food, but because I appreciate the nourishment that I'm getting from it. I appreciate the enjoyment that I'm getting from the food that, it, you know, and I try to be mindful in my eating and enjoy every bite, chewing it carefully, making sure that I chew it, you know, enough that I'm able to swallow it without getting sick. I mean, these are all part of the part of being mindful when you're eating. And I do this with every meal. Number nine, I slow down when reading and truly take the information in. So true. Sometimes I'll read something two or three times because what happens is I have a tendency to be impatient and I'll skim over it because I'm a very good reader. And most things with the exception of, you know, books, most things that I'm reading very quickly, I can skim over, read a couple of, read every few words and pretty much get the gist or the idea of the paragraph or, you know, whatever it is that I'm reading. And one thing that I've tried to do is really slow down and read each and every word and put them all together and be more mindful and take all of the information in instead of just reading over those few words and thinking, okay, I know it all. Because, I mean, for one thing, I love to read, so it's taking the fun out of it. But two, I could be missing out on something because I think I'm, you know, my skimming is, is sufficient. Number 10, this is something that I've recently started to pay extra attention to just because I know that um, it's important. I've never been one to really pass judgment, but number 10 is me fully being present when listening without trying to control or judge. And the reason that this is hard for me is a lot of times this comes in when people need to vent. They have something going on in their life and they want to talk about it or something happened to them and they want to talk about it. And I don't judge. Judgment is not something that I do. However, I can be controlling and I'll try to control the conversation. I'll try to control the situation. I'll try to control them within the situation. And so that is something that I'm really, really 
working hard at trying to resolve, but I'm aware of it, and that's the first step. 11. I take many breaks every hour or so when working or studying. studying. Now, this is so true. Um, anybody that knows me knows that I have a tendency to get a little reckless. Uh-oh, I'm walking and dropping coffee everywhere. And um, restless, not reckless, excuse me. And so it's hard for me to, to stay seated in one place for a long time. Now, there are exceptions. You know, I can go to, to the movie theater and sit down for a three-hour movie. Even that, though, it's not something that I'm doing on a regular basis. So I do. I take many breaks to not get complacent because sometimes after you're staring at something for so long, it, it starts to become very whitewashed or, you know, everything starts to blend together. So I like to get up, maybe not every hour, probably every two hours primarily because I like even numbers, but you have to find a balance for yourself. But I like to get up, stretch, walk around, get a couple hundred steps in, maybe get some water, you know, and kind of refresh myself. I also, one thing that I do is I'll tie, I'll, I'll coordinate it with certain things. Like for instance, I have a diffuser. And I know after about two hours of it being on, it has to be emptied and refilled, etc. So I'll try to time my time around that diffuser. So I know, okay, this will get me up and out of my seat every two hours. In that way, I don't get lost in my work and what I'm doing because sometimes you can get so lost in what you're doing that the whole day goes by. Number 12, I laugh at myself. I feel like this is a given, but some people take themselves too seriously. And me, I'm not one of those people. I'm able to laugh at myself. I'm able to, to crack jokes about myself. I'm able to remember because you have to laugh at yourself. If you take yourself too seriously, you're doomed from the start, seriously, because somebody's laughing at you, so it may as well be you. Number 13, another um, good thing that I'm trying to improve is focusing on what I'm doing. Now, this kind of goes hand in hand with, I believe it's number four, only doing one thing at a time. These two kind of go hand in hand. But if I can't only do one thing at a time and I have many things, many balls in the air, I do try to focus on the balls that I can control. And I try to focus on those particular tasks and getting those done. Now, me being an event planner, a lot of times that's just not possible. I can't have just one thing and I can't just give my focus to just one thing. So I realized that and that's why I say that everything is me trying to do this. This is a practice. This is something that you're going to do and these are ideas that you're going to take with you and implement regularly on an ongoing basis it's not something that you do once and then it's done 14 i challenge my existing beliefs the way that i do this is i'm always very curious i'm always questioning well what's that well, what's that well, what's that do well, what's that Where, where's that going to take me well, what about this well, what about that well, what about you know i'm always asking different questions you know because i say that I believe and believe I believe what I believe and know what I know based on the current information. If additional information is available and has presented itself, 
I'm very open to looking at that and listening to that because I don't want to be stuck or complacent in beliefs just because I'm comfortable. I want to believe with what I know to be true and what I know to be right. And information is ever changing. You know, 10 years ago, we did not know what we know now. 20 years ago, we didn't. 40 years ago, 50. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't, if you're not at least willing to challenge yourself and your beliefs, what do you believe in them for? That's how I feel. And number 15, I think, is probably the most important for me because it's been the most challenging. It's an ongoing process that I'm learning and trying to practice even to this day, and it's nourishing my body. Now, yes, this kind of does go hand in hand with number eight of enjoying every bite of what you eat, but I'm taking it to another level. I'm nourishing my mind by meditating twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. I'm obviously nourishing my body with the food that I eat and making sure that I eat food that's good for me, good for my body, not just a bunch of junk because it's fun or convenient. You know, I'm nourishing my skin with making sure that I only use top-notch products that won't break me out or, you know, make me itch or anything like that. And they're just, you know, when, when you're talking about nourishing the body, that's encompassing the body as a whole, not just parts of it. And that's something that I'm working on. It's something that I'm noticing now as I'm getting older that I do have to kind of watch what I eat and I do have to be a little bit more mindful of what I eat because I cannot live off of Jack in a Box and McDonald's and still be healthy and feel good and I notice a difference. So I'm, I, I'm very mindful in how I nourish my body and what I put into it and therefore what I get out of it. So <clears throat> those, so what did you think? Those are my 15 things that I do differently or that may do differently from you or may not. And um, how I do them, what I think about them. And like I said, these are things that can be practiced every day, you know, and it's an ongoing practice. It's not something that you're going to start immediately and then it's done. It's a lifelong practice. I've been doing this since I was 12 and there have been times when years have gone by where I didn't meditate. I didn't, I wasn't mindful. I wasn't even trying. I didn't even care. And the thing of it is, is I see the difference in my life between when I meditate and being mindful and when I'm not. And I like myself better when I'm in a mindful state. And that's why I try to stay there. I try to use these 15 different things to make sure that I set myself apart um, not because I'm, I'm trying to be better or anything. It's just that's who I am. And this is part of my journey. I appreciate you listening again. I love the fact that you guys keep coming back. It makes me feel very special. It makes me feel very appreciated. So thank you. Because that's a great, great feeling. I hope that you have subscribed to my blog. Because on my blog, I talk a lot about being mindful and a lot of spiritual ideas that may be helpful to you or somebody that you know. Um, you can join my blog at miahillary.com and when you click Miss Me Alive, my blog is there. It's also where my 
podcast is and my YouTube channel. So go there, subscribe to the blog. I'm going to be posting some things about meditation and some other things that are going to be coming up pretty soon. And um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have enjoyed past episodes and will enjoy future episodes. Thank you so much again for your support and thank you for listening and we'll talk soon.